Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here to discuss one of my favorite all-time topics, and that is evolution. Today, I am discussing the evidence for um, the evolutionary theory. We're going to make a series out of this, kind of like answering atheist objections. So I'm going to try and be as objective as possible in this series. So we're going to just kick off this um, series today, and we're not going to go too much into detail. So I'm just going to lay out the evidence for and against it, and then go more into detail with it throughout the series. So in the Christian church, this can be really controversial. I know in my uh, particular denomination, Church of God in Christ and Southern Baptist, it's a controversial topic. But but like I said, we're um, going to try and be as objective as possible to really figure out the truth here. So the way we need to start is, how old is the Earth? Uh, so what scientists use is carbon dating and things like that. Or the more basic things is like... Uh, relative dating with the rock layers and some things are in one layer and others are in the other. So for an example, you will never find a dinosaur in a trilobite layer and you'll never find a trilobite in a dinosaur layer. And the dinosaur layer will be higher up on the geological scale. Like let's just say there's a mountain there and then there's a dinosaur, the dinosaur bones are near closer to the top. And then the trilobite fossils will be farther down. So that is basically uh, a big piece of evidence for evolution there. So it, it's really hard to explain. I, I found no explanation to explain that, how where some fossils are found in one area and then others in another area. So I'm going to try and research that more as I'm preparing to really get into detail with this series. But uh, I will say there is some evidence for a young earth theory. Now, a lot of object, objections that uh, atheists put out there for against uh, the young earth theory is things like layers and explaining them or like things like the Grand Canyon or caves. We know it takes a certain amount of time to, to for them to form, right? But the thing is here, uh, Christians can explain it through uh, the Noah's Ark or the Flood. So they say that... Uh, the Grand Canyon or formations like that were explained can be explained by the uh, the flood and how the rapid movement of waters really cut into that, and that can be a plausible explanation. But then I, me trying to be objective here, or an atheist would say, uh, they would bring up the fact that uh, then the fossils will be all jumbled up; they wouldn't be so organized in the fossil record. So if anyone that's listening to this has any objections or evidence for or against what I've been saying so far, please let me know. Because I'm still trying to figure this out. Now, for Christian evolutionists out there, I, I want to ask the, I just want to bring up the objection to like the seven-day creation theory, which I think that you do not, uh, that evolution and the seven-day creation theory can fit together in a way. You just have to really expand on it and just say that the first, that the six days of creation are metaphorical in what? That day was meaning a day in time or age and not the literal day that we know of it as today. So there would be three possibilities. There would be 24 hours, 12 hours, or who knows how long of time. Now, I think, uh, personally, I think that who knows how long uh, the actual day was is the best explanation. Because a legitimate day didn't start till 
I believe day three or day four. I'll double check that uh, for our next episodes as we go deeper into this. But yeah, but evolution can go into the Bible. There just has to be some, not necessarily stretching of the truth, but it will be. It's harder to explain now. Saying that the Earth is only six thousand years old, I think that's stretching it a bit too. Now, I was watching this debate between Bill, Bill Nye and uh, Ken Ham. Bill Nye brings up the layers and let's just say Antarctica and how the ice layers that we have point to one hundred and fifty thousand years or something along those lines. Now, this is I disagree with scientists on. Now, I know I'm not a qualified expert, but I still have a brain that I can use to figure this out. So, when it comes to winter layers. They say the different lines are certain winters. Well, that doesn't make much sense. So there was this plane, and I'll have to get more information on this. I forgot the uh, the doctor's name that said this. Well, he's a he's a young Earth creationist scientist that um, basically was talking about how there was this World War II plane that was up in like uh, Greenland or something, and it was there for like fifty years and two hundred and fifty feet of snow was on top of it when they went to go look for it in just like 50 or 60 years. Now, that's the amount of um, stuff you would see, how, what scientists would see over a period of a few hundred thousand years in the ice layers. So that could, I don't think the ice layers uh, theory is very good. I think there are other explanations where you can say that the Earth is old. And the most devastating argument to the young Earth creationist theory I see is uh, how far the stars are and the speed of light coming, uh, getting to our eyes and things like that. So, for example, we all know that it takes light from the sun eight minutes to reach Earth, and stars that are out in the galaxy anywhere from a few years to a few million years. So uh, that's how scientists come up with the, uh, the age of the universe, which they, I believe is 13.8 billion years in the modern model. So, I think that's really hard to explain. Now, of course, you could assume that light hasn't always traveled at the same speed, but that takes a lot of assumptions, which is my problem with atheism and macroevolution, is because uh, they use a lot of assumptions there. So, I think uh, the evidence points towards an older Earth, but I'm going to research that more and figure it out more. But is there any possibility that uh, that the dinosaurs could have been living with humans or that the Earth is only 6,000 years old? And I said, it's a very hard possibility. Now, I will say this. So, back in 1993, I believe, there was this T-Rex bone that was found, and they found tissue inside of it. Now, some scientists thought that the, red, that the cell that they had found uh, was just from a human or something that was working on it before, but they figured out it was of ancient origins. Now, I, I really want, if there's any scientists listening to this show, I want anybody uh, to explain that to, to me. I really want to understand that. I'm trying to understand both sides of the argument here so I can make the best opinion because right now I'm still not sure. I'm leaning towards a type of spontaneous evolution by creation from God. So... What evolutionists cannot explain to me is that if Darwin's theory of evolution, correct, is 
like let's just say a dog while a wolf slowly transitioning into a dog over who knows how long millennia and and it changes with small genetic differences and you come up with this tree for example and it branches out now in the fossil record you can find me no absolutely no transitional fossils in the fossil record it's spontaneous one species shows up and then the other one dies and then another species shows up so it you can make the connection, but you can't show me the transition. You can say, I am an ancestor of a mouse, but you cannot show a mouse slowly turning to an ape and then slowly turning to a human. You can only assume that. So that's the assumption in evolution. They also use the, the assumption of DNA. Well, if our DNA is like, what is it, 97, 98% similar with that of other species or a banana tree, then we must have all had a common ancestor. That is a reasonable assumption, but that does not necessarily mean that it is a complete and understandable assumption. I think both sides need more evidence uh, for it. I, I do think that the Earth is much older than 6,000 years. Now, a lot of Christians point me to like verses such as Job, Job 40, where it describes behemoth and Leviathan, and saying, oh, those could be dinosaurs, which they could. It could honestly be, but it could also be something else. You you can't just take a text in the Bible, which the Bible describes a lot of things, and say that this uh, can point to this or this or this. You have to do a, a very deep and careful research in it. And that would, that would open up so many more questions, which one in particular is when did the dinosaurs go out and how did they fossilize? Because... Um, fossilization takes at least 10,000 years. Fossils are basically, all of them are bones 10,000 years or older. That's one of their definitions. So you would have to explain that part to me because I honestly don't get how something can fossilize that fast. Now, maybe with the Noah's flood theory, the dinosaurs died out after that. I can see that, and from all the pressure, maybe the bones could have turned to rock uh, faster than they normally would through natural processes. But Job was written after Noah's flood, about 2,000 years after Noah's flood. Because Noah's flood happened in 4,000 BC, at least according to uh, theologians, and then Job was written around 2,000 BC. So there's a big time gap there. So what caused the extinction of all these varieties of life forms, and how did they become fossilized. I, I want people to answer that question for me. But going back to the scientists, I don't necessarily think that uh, that uh, you can explain everything by non-guided evolution. They bring up natural selection and how the beneficial mutations uh, will survive and the non-beneficial ones will, will die out, which can be true, but... How are we going to get so lucky to get all these good mutations? I know they happen. I don't need people to try and educate me about evolution. I know how it works. I'm in school. Evolution isn't that hard to get. But I honestly think that it's there's too many chances of having a bad gene to wipe out a species or multiple species. Or we could take the Cambrian explosion, for example. How by... Uh, 
in a period of 20 million years, how did all these certain life forms, uh, all of these variety of life forms, how do they all come to be so fast? Like that, that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. I think that if I were to accept the evolution by millions and billions of years, I would have to believe that there would be some type of creator, not necessarily Jehovah or Yahweh, Yahweh, but some sort of deity would have to guide it for evolution to even make sense. Because without any guidance, then evolution is completely stupid. I mean, I, I'm sorry for the atheists out there. It, it's stupid without a creator. Because it, it's, it's a basically species getting lucky thousands and thousands of times over a period of millions and billions of years. And the... And it, here's why Christians don't necessarily accept it. One one particular reason is they are doubtful of scientists, especially in the African-American community. A lot of us uh, doubt scientists because of what they've done to us in the past. But that's a whole different topic that we'll get into who knows how long into the future. But the reason we cannot trust scientists is because they've been wrong before and they might be wrong again. But there are questions like these that necessarily you cannot explain without a God, but you're so reluctant to believe in a God that you just totally ignore it. So that's my opinion on it for now. We'll get into more later with more episodes on evolution and stuff. But I I think this is going to be a really fun topic, honestly. I've been looking forward to this ever since I started the podcast. I've been wanting to start this. I just haven't had the time to prepare, and I wasn't even really prepared for this episode, as you might tell, but I just wanted to start the conversation and start a new topic, and I really want more listeners to listen in and ask questions. I love answering questions, and I love growing my mind and thinking about what I say and what I believe in. Uh, Believe it or not, I am a Christian. But I am still on the search for truths regarding evolution, regarding creationism, and how the Bible works and stuff. So you are still open to convince me. I, I love hearing the questions that uh, you guys ask me, or people that I hang out with ask me. And I just really enjoy doing what I do. So if you want to contact me, my number is 850-445-2959. Or if you want to email uh, the podcast, the station, uh our email is common sense Christianity podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, tell your friends, coworkers, neighbors, whoever wants to learn about religion and the critiquing of certain religious beliefs or ideologies. Please share the podcast with everyone that you know. And until next time, God bless you. This is Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family. God bless you guys, and thank you for listening.